I'm Amy Fox along with Dr. Evan from Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria. And welcome to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. We're going to talk about back to school, which makes me feel like summer's a little bit rushed, but I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit excited about back to school. I think a lot of parents are looking at it being like, yes, kids are going back to school this fall. You know, we just, uh, my wife is running for the school board and we've been very involved with a lot of the school board meetings recently and they just approved back to school in person, no social distancing, no masks, no mandatory COVID vaccines. It's going to be back to normal for the foreseeable future, which is absolutely amazing. I think many, many families and many, many parents are very excited about that. I know there's going to be a few that are still hesitant. And so masks are optional. If the if they still feel that's the best choice for them and their family, that's totally fine. No judgment there. But I'm very excited that kids are going to be back in school, in-person learning and back to normal. Well, the most recent um, podcast episode that I have done with you was the mental health one. So, I mean, don't you just think that mentally these kids are going to be so much better this year? So much better. Uh, The research coming in and all the different studies that have been going through the mental health of these kids over the last year with not only not being able to see each other's faces, not being able to be within a few feet of your friends, not being able to go to proms or football games or all these different things that a lot of these kids missed in their childhood it really drastically negatively affected the mental health of a lot of our kids. And we're seeing a lot more suicide, a lot more uh, depression, anxieties, Mm -hmm. uh, really, really bad things. There was just a hockey player up in Sartell on a girls hockey team that uh, committed suicide recently. And it affected a lot of people in this community because that hits home. My daughter played against her. Yeah. Um, And I know a lot of those Sartell families. So we did sticks out for Sophie and it's something that it's hard for people to, vocalize it's a hard subject to talk about but i know um my daughter the hockey player she has had anxiety through the roof this past year and some people kind of dismiss it but i've never seen her like this before ever yeah it is a very negative effect when kids can't see the faces and can't see emotions and can't be around people and know that okay i'm safe and i am loved and i can smile around people and not be on edge so i'm fully on board with going back to school in person no masks it's amazing things it's going to be awesome i think all around um you know realizing that reality isn't through a screen being able to interact with teachers and faculty i mean i'm very excited about that so i think um other than mentally we've got to talk about the physical health too you know like you said some people will be um, very cautious and understandably but then what we're going to see is a return of just normal um, hits to the immune system exactly. that we probably didn't have you last know year. when we've been so shielded and so social distance and not our, our immune systems haven't been exposed to a lot of things your immune systems are like a muscle you got to expose them to things you gotta you got to stress them a little bit to build it up which is totally normal and especially for kids as they age to build that immune system up they need to be exposed of different things. Well, we haven't been around a lot of other people in these last few months. So when we go back to school and now all these kids are going to be 
you know, with no social distancing, there are going to be some sniffles and some coughs and maybe even some flu bugs that are going to go around, which is normal. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is what our bodies are made to fight off and made to get through. This is a part of life and it's not going to be avoidable. But what we have to do is really make sure that we are boosting our own immune systems. And so making sure you're sending your kids to school with good, healthy food that can boost the immune system, not loaded up on sugar, not loaded up on processed foods, uh, but foods that will actually help boost the immune system. Lots of fruits and veggies, um, lots of good proteins and good fats, and making sure that we are taking proper supplements as well. Vitamin D and vitamin C are going to be crucial. And zinc also is another good one that I would highly recommend all parents get your kids on a regimen as we start getting back into school now of taking vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc on a regular basis to keep your immune system functioning at its highest level because they are going to be exposed to lots of different viruses and bacteria that are going to be around there all the time. And that is normal. Okay. This is a normal part of life. Our life is not meant to be sterile. Right. We are healthy when our immune systems are constantly being exposed to these things. And it makes them stronger. I remember when my kids were little and it just seems like we were constantly battling colds, but they got older and then it just kind of went away a little bit. And um, you do build up that immune system in your household. Let's talk about those vitamins a little bit, you know, um, just what each of them do. So vitamin D, I know it, it seems like that's the happy vitamin. Like that's the one we get from the sun, right? It is the one we get from the sun. And unfortunately, we live in Minnesota, which <laughs> yeah. we don't get exposed to the sun for almost six months out of the year. So mm-hmm. now through the summer, yeah, everything's great. We're uh, at the beach, we're out swimming, we're in shorts and t-shirts and it's 90 degrees outside. We love to be outside and let the sun hit our skin. But now if you're covering all your skin with sunscreens, you're not getting the vitamin D that you right. should because you need to have those sun rays hit uh, your skin and then the fat cells underneath your skin, which turns that into vitamin D in your body. But vitamin D is also a hormone and it affects your immune system. It affects your energy levels in your body as well. And so vitamin D is not only a vitamin, but it is a hormone. And so you should be taking anywhere from 3,000 to 5,000 IUs a day, even in the summertime. In the wintertime, when we are hardly ever exposed to the to the sun, we would recommend taking up to 10,000 IUs a day of vitamin D in order to keep your immune system boosted properly. That's awesome. I, I take a multivitamin and an extra vitamin D. Um, I had talked to my doctor and that was just something she recommended and it does. It feels like it just a mood booster. I just feel better. I feel a little bit more, like you said, alert and probably Absolutely. energized. So I think that's a good you know, one. Vitamin D, you know, everyone's looking for that magical pill. Mm-hmm. Vitamin D is probably the closest thing you mm-hmm. can get to that because if you can keep your vitamin D levels, research is showing this now throughout the course of all illnesses, cancers, heart diseases, uh, depression, even dementia, all of these things can be drastically reduced. Your chances of coming down with any of those can be drastically reduced if you can keep your vitamin D levels really high. And what you want to shoot for is uh, getting your vitamin D level above 60. Okay. So when you go to the doctor and you get your blood drawn, uh, ask them for the vitamin D test. Okay. And you want that number to be above or around 60. Okay. If it's in the thirties or even twenties, that's really low. Okay. Okay. Now they say the minimum vitamin D you should be number you should have is about 25. That's minimum. That's to not allow you to have rickets, which is a good thing. (laughs) But if you can keep your vitamin D levels really high in the 60 range, you will drastically reduce your chances of coming down with cancers, of coming down with heart diseases, uh, any uh, sort of immune system dysfunction. All is really reduced by keeping your vitamin D levels high. 
So vitamin C is the one we all know. Oh, oranges are full of it. You know, citrus, your orange juice, but that could have a lot of sugar in it. Um, so what else are the benefits of vitamin C or are there other sources of it? So vitamin C is great. I mean, you know, a lot of people think oranges. Actually, you yep. get more vitamin C from a pepper than oh. you do from an orange. I so did not know. Eat, exactly, right? So eating your your fresh peppers, uh, fresh vegetables, uh, eat, and a lot of good fruits as well is a great way of getting vitamin C. But we want to make sure that we are keeping those vitamin C levels up. A thousand milligrams a day is a good, good start for vitamin C levels if you're supplementing with that. But also eating a well-balanced diet full of fruits and vegetables as well. I feel like um, COVID brought zinc to the forefront of my brain more than ever. I really hadn't heard about a lot of people taking zinc. And now it seems like almost everyone I talk to is either taking a multi that they're making sure has zinc in it or extra zinc. So what is zinc doing for us? Zinc is helping your blood carry oxygen throughout your body. And okay. so zinc, it really helps your body be able to transfer because all your cells use oxygen for energy. The crazy thing about COVID is everyone thought it was a respiratory illness. It really was not. It was an illness that prevented oxygen from being transported from your lungs to your blood because your blood couldn't transmit the oxygen very well. And so what happens was when you people would be getting hypoxic, which means they would have trouble breathing. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be getting enough oxygen. But yet then they'd throw them on a ventilator and they would tank. And the problem with that was it wasn't ever a problem of the lungs not working properly. It was a problem of the blood not being able to transmit oxygen from the lungs to the blood to go throughout your body. And so uh, r really as COVID started to move forward, they really thought, oh, this is an upper respiratory illness and we need to treat it like asthma or uh, pneumonia. And that was completely wrong. We need to focus on the blood and making sure that oxygen can be transmitted through the blood. So making sure your body has the nutrients just as a foundation for your health as we're going to be exposed to more things that will, you know, kind of combat our immunity and, um, you know, just getting our mental and physical wellness up there as we get back out into the world, back to school for these kids. Uh, any other back to school tips that you have, uh, Dr. Evan? You know, I think we're going to talk about this in future podcasts, too. But, yeah, things we're going to talk about is backpack safety uh, and how it affects kids' posture. I am, oh, we're seeing yeah. So many more children, when they get back to school, coming in with neck pain, with headaches, with shoulder problems, not being able to concentrate, not being able to sleep properly. And it all stems from bad posture. And they, they're carrying around these heavy, heavy backpacks. Some of them are just throwing it around one strap over their shoulder. Yep. Some of them are way too heavy for these little kids to be walking around with. And it will dramatically affect not only the kid's posture, but the structure of their spine as well and leaving them prone to injury, which we'll talk about that in future podcasts. Uh, we're also going to talk about um, more about just keeping your immune system healthy. Uh, we'll talk about uh, other ways to not sanitize everything, but using essential oils to clean things as well, because we don't want to just antibacterial everything, but right. we do want to keep things clean. So, so if uh, people were to have just like a basics kit, like, okay, I, I need my certain vitamins. We talked about that, vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. But if they're looking for like a multivitamin, are there certain things other than that that they should look for in that? Or is it specific to different groups? It's specific to different groups, especially men and women. Women should be taking a different multi than men because uh, they need different balances in their hormones, which we can talk about that in future podcasts too. We'll definitely sure. make a note of that. That's a very good question to answer. Um, but yeah, generally... 
always want to be focusing on those specific vitamins we talked about, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc. Uh, other good ones are making sure your omegas are in good um, ratios, your omega-3s to omega-6s, because when those get out of balance, inflammation will set in. And inflammation throughout the body, we've see, been seeing a lot of people that have been be, being diagnosed with what's called chronic inflammatory response. SIRS, chronic inflammatory response. And basically they, they have so much inflammation throughout their body that it's affecting their joints, it's affecting their digestive system, it's affecting their mental capacity, and just decreasing inflammation throughout the body is a huge, huge thing, keeping the body healthy. And making sure you're taking the right omegas will help with that as well. So do you get a test for that or is that like you should just take your fish oil or where are we, where are we finding that? Yeah, so fish oil is a great source of omega, uh, but you can also get it through the meats and the good fats that you're eating. Coconut oils, avocados, raw nuts, uh, extra virgin olive oils, different types of things. Those have good sources of omegas as well. Grass-fed beef, uh, Pacific-caught, wild-caught salmon are great sources of good omegas. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't just come from fish oils, but it's a great thing to supplement with as well. So um, for kids, should they be taking a multivitamin or should we try to be getting that through their food or is it a combination? A combination. Because okay. we definitely want to make sure they're getting uh, their nutrients through their food. However, if you look at the research lately, the soil, minerals in the soil are so depleted because of over farming, over pesticides, and just use, going through the same crops every year, the soil doesn't contain nearly as much nutrients as it used to 30 years ago. Mm. And if you actually take like a bowl of spinach from 30 years ago and a bowl of spinach from today, the nutrients you're going to get from that is not equal. And so it's almost impossible in this day and age to get the nutrients that you need strictly from food. So it's always a good good idea to supplement with a multivitamin, especially for kids as well. As they're growing and their brains are growing, it is very beneficial for them. And it's tough to get them to eat the good for them stuff instead of Cheetos sometimes. Yes, that can be tough. I can attest to that. Sometimes I've put carrots in their little bag of mini Cheetos just to prank them and go maybe you <laughs> should eat some off. more carrots just to throw them off <laughs> see if they'll get handfuls of it well back to school will be interesting and we're going to keep continuing to talk about you know boosting your immunity your mental health taking care of kids as we all kind of get back to it as we get toward fall thanks so much evan uh let everybody know how they can reach out to achieve wellness if they want to you know stop on in or get treatment from you there absolutely they can give us a call at the office anytime at 320-762-2055 they can find us at facebook at achieve wellness and they can find us online at achievemywellness.com all right thanks so much thank you